What is going on, everybody? You are listening to the J Red Show on Anchor, Spotify, and everywhere else. Get your podcasts. The Buffalo Bills. I hope you all had a good Christmas, and I hope you all stayed safe from the storm. It was a rough Christmas because of the blizzard, and it really made things miserable around Western New York and the rest of the country. Unfortunately, many people died from the storm, so my condolences go out to them. Where I live in Batavia, I got quite a bit of snow. I mean, not as bad as, like, Buffalo, but still a lot. Been snowing on and off. I did manage to get to Tully's for the Bills and the rest of the games on Saturday. Come on Saturday, we had blue skies, but but the roads were still really bad. In sports, the Buffalo Bills crushed the defeat the Chicago Bears, thirty-five thirteen. Josh Allen was fifteen for twenty-six, hundred seventy-two yards, two touchdowns, two receptions. Not his best game. Granted, the Chicago Bears are a really bad team, but that game gave me two reasons to be optimistic about the playoffs. One, the Bills got their run game established. Devin Singletary had 12 carries, 160 yards, one touchdown, and James Cook had 11 carries for 99 yards, one touchdown. When they were running the ball, they were being very effective. The defense also gives me hope. Um, after a rough opening drive, um, the defense settled in and shut down Chicago's um, uh, Chicago's um, offense. And the Bears do have a good run defense, so... The Bills' defense is doing fine without Von Miller, so that's an encouraging sign. What's discouraging is the play calling. Again, Dorsey and Frazier. When they were running the ball, they were being very effective. But there were times where Dorsey would abandon the run, ask Josh Allen to pass, and Allen would throw interceptions. And I felt I kept saying to myself, they should put Chicago away, and they kept Chicago hanging around a little bit too long. And I'm saying to myself, can you get away with that when you're against teams like Cincinnati or Kansas City? The special teams have also been a problem. Either on the six-game win streak, they have a blocked punt for a safety, missed field goal, missed a point. Multiple opponent punts that were down inside the five-yard line. Missed tackles on kickoff of coverage. So again, there is a lot of reason to be concerned about this team. But maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe, maybe we should just say a win's a win and... This is the NFL, and it is hard to win this league, and you take wins however they come. Because as flawed as this team is, um, every team has its flaws. I mentioned how they struggled against Chicago. The Bears are 3-11, yet it took midway to the fourth quarter just to put them away. I felt like they should have put them away earlier. 
But once they got the run game going, they eventually did put them away. And as I said earlier, as, as I said, every team has flaws. The Chiefs soundly beat the um, Seahawks, but they needed overtime and a fumble to beat the worst team in the league in the Houston Texans. Cincinnati almost choked a huge lead against New England. Well, this win does set up a huge game of Bills versus Bengals next week. Um, if um, Buffalo wins and Denver beats um, Kansas City, the Bills will clinch the number one seed. And I mean, if, De if Denver doesn't win, I'm pretty confident they'll beat New England. But I was here on WGR 550. This is the biggest Monday Night Football game in history. I'm like, really? That has been in a Monday Night Football game with all these circumstances? But this is huge for the Buffalo Bills. This will determine um, where they stand as Super Bowl contender as they face the red-hot Cincinnati Bengals. We'll see how this defense fares against Joe Burrow. We'll see if the defense fares against Joe Burrow. Um... <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic about this game. I like how they established a run game versus Chicago. So and Cincinnati has defense injuries on their offensive line. So I think the Bills can win this game and clinch the number one seed either this week or next week. At least I hope. I mean, I'm, I'm we're still really concerned about Ken Dorsey, Leslie Frazier, and the way they call in the game. But I'm really starting to see this team come together. But I mentioned the flaws of the AFC. In the NFC, um, the teams have a lot of flaws. There is a YouTuber named Urinating Tree. And he's been comparing the Philadelphia Eagles to the 2020 um, Pittsburgh Steelers. That Steelers team um, started 11-0, but then won only one of the last six games. And lost in the wild card round to the um, Browns. And all year long, he was saying, you know, I know these Steelers are a fraud. And they got exposed at the end of the season. The 2020 CL Seahawks, too. He's, and Urinating Tree is comparing this year's Eagles to the Steelers. To that year's Steelers. Well, two weeks ago, I when the when the when the Minnesota Vikings were down thirty-three nothing to the Colts, I tweeted at him and said to him, "You keep comparing the Eagles to that Steelers team, the Minnesota Vikings." I tweeted him, "The Minnesota Vikings are that are more like the twenty twenty Steelers. They won every every single game they won." Was close. And. They got blown out by Philadelphia. And Dallas. They lost solidly to Detroit. I, I've been calling. And, and they're down 33-0. To the Colts. I've been calling that. Vikings team a fraud. And I expected them. To come crashing back to earth. You're an eight. Well, 
urinated tree agreed with me, and he said that Detroit's probably going to overtake Minnesota for the division. Well, after we tweeted that, Minnesota clinches the division by coming back from an NFL record 33-point deficit to beat the Colts, and then they kick a game-winning field goal, a 61-yard walk-off field goal to beat the Giants. So now me, Tom Gross, and Tom Gross, the other YouTubers, are joking around saying, oh, they're using black magic, or the devil, or God is helping them, like in the movie Angels in the Outfield, or its sequel, Angels in the End Zone. No matter how ugly it is for Minnesota, no matter how bad their DVOA is, and no matter how, and they they had a negative point differential, and they just find the stupidest ways to win games, like that fumble versus Buffalo. But at the end of the day, they are still finding ways to win games. So how, how much longer can I sit here and say? They are frauds. When they just keep finding ways to win. As I'm saying earlier. I, oh, it's hard to win the NFL. And I guess a win's a win. You gotta take it how you come. Minnesota is a legit contender in the NFC. Philadelphia has kind of won me over the last couple weeks. I... I think they are, on paper, the best team in the NFC. So your contenders are Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati for the, for the AFC, maybe Baltimore with a healthy Lamar Jackson, and then your contenders for the NFC are Philadelphia, Minnesota, San Francisco, and Dallas. For the last wildcard spot, we have the Miami Dolphins at 8-7, and seven. Although they're in trouble. Tua Tagaloa suffered his third concussion of the season. And I think his career is over. We don't want to suffer. I don't we don't want to suffer any more injuries. And I I really don't see how the Dolphins can continue with Tua Tagaloa. And then we have four teams at seven uh, five teams at se- we have five teams at seven and eight. New England, New York Jets. Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, and Tennessee. Some teams going the right way, some teams going the wrong way. Tennessee is on a five-game losing streak. Definitely exposed themselves as frauds. I mean, they were the number one seed last year, but you can only do so much with a great running game. They have the best running back in the league in Derrick Henry and not much else. Jacksonville, even though they have a losing record... Is starting to come along. And. I knew Trevor Lawrence would develop into a, a great quarterback. After he was free from Urban Meyer. So I expect, the, I expect the Jaguars to win the division. Then for the Wild Wild Cups. Miami, New England, the Jets, or Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh I thought was dead in the water a few weeks ago. But I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna get. But they're on a hot streak right now. I mean, yes, they have some flaws. I don't like to play offensive play calling. But I think Mike Tomlin's gonna keep his winning streak, his consecutive re- 
record for consecutive win streak record intact. Because Pittsburgh has two more games versus easy opponents against Balt with Baltimore and um, Cleveland. So then it just comes down to the the Bills division rivals: Miami, New England, the Jets. I said Miami's in trouble. New England, um, Bill Belichick established himself as the greatest coach of all time, but I have not been impressed with the coaching. And the Jets, and this looks like the end of the road for Zach Wilson. I mean, we'll see, I don't think he's going to play another game in, in New York. Uh, in, I don't think, I think that the Jets need to look for a new quarterback. And this is the scenario Bills fans want. They, the Buffalo Bills have their quarterback, and the rest of the teams do not. The rest of the division rivals do not. The NFC wildcard round features the New York Giants at 8-6-1, the Washington Commanders at 7-7-1, CL Seahawks at 7-8, Detroit Lions at 7-8, Green Bay Packers at 7-8, and then the NFC South will Atlanta's eliminated at 5-10, but Tampa Bay leads the NFC South at 7-8. At so we have two divisions where the leader has a losing record. Detroit was starting to come around. And they, after a 1-6 start, they were starting to get hot. of like, hey, they finally turned the corner. And then they get blown out by the Carolina Panthers. Green Bay, I thought that team was left for dead. A few weeks ago, I said they need to move on from Aaron Rodgers, and yet here they are. They're gonna make. They're in the playoff hunt. Seattle's crashed back to earth at seven and eight, and then we got uh, interesting games between the Giants, the Commanders. Um, that that as well those two teams make the playoffs. So, where does the NFL playoff picture? Hit me on Twitter at JRed Show. Because of the storm, the Sabres were unable to play for an entire week. Um, but they'll be back in action um, tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. I mean, they, what sucks about the Sabres is they're on a four-game win streak. They were starting to get it together, and then this storm just throws a big monkey wrench into everything. So I'm hoping that this won't affect them too much, especially the, especially considering they have very little time to practice. But I could definitely see the Sabres come out flat. In the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets have finally found their stride, and they're starting to establish themselves as a legit contender. They beat the Atlanta Hawks 108-107. Um, they are now... Um, Third in the Eastern Conference behind the second in the Eastern Conference behind the Boston Celtics, but I think on paper they are the best team in the East. I do expect them to come out of the East. So, what are your thoughts on sports? Hit me on Twitter at Jared Show, and I will see you later.